So as I said, some progress being made on the uh, humanitarian pause front. Uh, we'll wait and see exactly what it looks like, but it was announced this morning. Uh, Israel will put in place four-hour daily humanitarian pauses in the assault on Hamas in northern Gaza. They will give um, people in Gaza a three-hour heads up that we will be pausing our activity for four hours starting at this time. Uh, which I guess would give people an opportunity to move about without fear of uh, an attack and perhaps get out of there or, you know, move from the north to the south. When we say get out of there, that's as far as they can go. Um, perhaps more aid can get in. Not sure, but it, it's something. It's progress on that front that a lot of people have been calling for. And our next guest says, you know what, Canada has a role to play in this. Um, I, I don't know how, how influential we are, but are we doing enough? We're going to speak now with Mira Sukarov, who's a professor of political science at Carleton. Uh, Mira, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Um, you, you not only your academic specialty is Israeli-Palestinian relations, but personally, um, you you have you have you've been there. You have ties. You have friends. You 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 know this area well, right? Yes, I do. And just um, tell us what it's been like for you over the past month, as I say, with personal connections there. Uh, that has to abs- be just horrifying. Yes, well, I have personal connections, very close, uh, very close family friends who live on one of the kibbutzim, the agricultural villages that was attacked on that uh, October 7th, the Hamas massacre. So they have been displaced and are uh, being put up elsewhere in the country. Uh, That whole area is now a closed military zone for now. Um, I also have a friend in Gaza who I'm trying to connect with as often as possible over WhatsApp. Um, Their electricity is not always available. Generators are not always available. And uh, she is very fearful for her life. Uh, Other friends are running in in Israel, on the Israeli side, are running to the uh, shelters all the time as sirens go off quite frequently in Tel Aviv, uh, less frequently in Jerusalem. You know, as, as we all sit here and watch this death and destruction helplessly from afar, you, you, you say Canada needs to be involved. There is a role for Canada to play here, and you talk about getting involved and taking some sort of action on, on two different levels. Take us through it. Let's start with the big picture, globally, what they can do globally to try and, you know, make some progress here. Yes. Well, first, I would urge Canada to join with others who are calling for a ceasefire as well as calling for Hamas to return hostages. Um, There are 240 Israeli and some other uh, nationalities hostages being held right now by Hamas in the Gaza Strip. There are ways to induce a uh, hostage trade. There are negotiations being undertaken right now, led by Qatar and others. Um, And uh, it could entail a prisoner exchange on the part of Israel. It could entail... Um, more, uh, more uh, halting in to the to the bombing on the part of Israel, and that could induce Hamas to return the hostages. Um, Canada also uh, needs to don't give pledge aid. They already have started pledging aid to Gaza, humanitarian aid, and then to get back to their role earlier on years ago as being considered an honest broker and be considered a leader in bringing parties together under the auspices of negotiations. Is, is is that happening? Is there a window for that? It doesn't seem like we're too directly involved in any of those kind of conversations, at least not right now. 
Yes, and when I when I say negotiations, I think it's quite clear right now that Hamas is would not be a natural party to negotiations. So if it w- would be um, following the ouster of Hamas, uh, hopefully, I would hope in an international uh, context where international forces, whether it's UN-led or whether it's under the auspices of another uh, country, who could halt the fighting and um, and replace. Uh, Hamas with a democratically elected new government so to oversee free and fair elections in the West Bank and Gaza together. Uh, right now, the Palestinian Authority runs the West Bank, but they have very little confidence on the part of their people because they are very, very overdue. The Palestinians are very, very overdue for elections. Um, Okay, so that's, uh, like you say, there's definitely a lot of people that are trying to work on that front. Back here at home, though, I think our government has some issues to deal with. The Prime Minister is just uh, condemning anti-Semitic attacks today. Um, Two schools in Montreal, Jewish schools in Montreal, were shot. They, They found bullet holes in these schools this morning. We've got deep division, we've got animosity, we've got violence uh, happening here based on the conflict over there. How how do we approach that in a way that we don't let this continue to get worse? Because that's a job for our government too. Absolutely. We need to ensure that the conflict does not spill over to our our homes and cities and towns here in Canada. So one thing I think that's really important to do is to make sure that there is a distinction drawn between anti-Semitism and uh, and anti-war activism mm-hmm. or even anti-Israel activism. Um, there, Those are two very different things. And so what we're seeing in, in attacks on schools in Montreal, the ones you mentioned, and, and other attacks on Jewish institutions in Canada is pure anti-Semitism, and we need to stand firm against that. We also need to, on the other hand, to allow space for vocal, peaceful protest of the war and not to conflate that kind of activity with anti-Semitism because it's going to be very difficult to root out anti-Semitism directly because people are going to think it's bad faith attempts that are going to throw up their hands. We also need to be very focused on, uh, be very wary of uh, anti-Palestinian racism, Islamophobia, and anti-Arab racism. You're so right, and it's so frustrating that... um you you don't even have the opportunity. Like you, you're lumped in as you're anti-Semitic. If you say you're you're critical of the Israeli government and the actions that they're taking, well, automatically you're anti-Semitic. It's so disingenuous. So I, you're right. We need to be able to say I mean, we're critical of all kinds of governments around the world without falling into the trap of being Islamophobic or anti-Semitic. You can criticize the policy of a government, and it's not necessarily uh, like you say a bigoted a statement. But in some cases, we've seen across the land, and it does become that. Yes, and there is some misinterpret or misunder uh, misunderstanding. I don't say misunderstanding. I guess I want to say that there is a slogan that's being used a lot now, and the way many people are hearing it is different from the way many people who chant it claim they are intending it. Mm-hmm. And so there needs to be more dialogue across those positions. And I'll give you the slogan right now: "From the river to the sea, yeah. Palestine yeah. shall be free." Those who chant it claim that they're calling for freedom in the land, that they're calling for maybe a one-state solution, that's not clear, but that they're calling for everyone there to be free. Many Jews hear it as calling for ethnic cleansing of Jews or genocide of Jews. We need to be very, we need to start getting people talking, and slogans are not a very effective way of conveying, I mean, they're an effective way 
of rallying yes. um, support for a cause, but they're not a very effective way of deep dialogue, the kind we need right now in Canada more than ever. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, now, this will end eventually. We don't know when and we don't know how. When it does and we get back into the situation of um, the fighting has stopped, what role can Canada play there? Like you say, is, as, are, are we seen as an honest broker? Can we sort of be, um, this is what the region is going to look like going forward. Can we be part of that conversation? I think we do have a lot of political and social capital that we can draw on from the past. I mean, I think the the Stephen Harper years were more difficult in that way because he was perceived as standing very, very firmly with Israel and with Netanyahu, Israel's prime minister in particular. I think Canada can play a more balanced, perceived balanced role. Um, Remember, years ago, Canada led the working group, the multilateral talks on refugees. That's one of the most sensitive issues in Canada was the one the group the country selected to lead those talks so i think canada does have a role to play i would like canada to start uh, i would like canadian diplomats if, if i were if they were listening to me right now i would urge them to look at proposals that are being uh, given that go beyond the what i think is maybe the stale two-state solution model to look at proposals like confederation proposals a, a joint israeli palestinian group exists right now in jerusalem and the west bank and Tel Aviv to call for a confederation, a modified two-state solution, and that group is called A Land for All. So Israeli uh, Canadians might have a role to play in getting the parties to think a little differently. Yeah, we'll watch and see if that comes through. Um, Mira, thank you so much for your time. Great conversation. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.